Hello everybody and welcome back. This is Mari G and I hope that everybody is doing well tonight. I am going to talk about something that I find to be quite problematic because most people are uncomfortable with the idea of death. Most people do not know how to handle the passing of someone correctly from what I can see. Now I know what I'm saying is to a degree controversial because one can argue what is the proper way of dealing with death? And that can be subjective. But here's where I'm going to introduce an idea. Tell me, what's the point of living and trying to grow and accomplish certain personal goals, business goals, relationship goals, all these different goals? I mean, you're trying to go from point A to point B down to Z, whatever applies, trying to achieve something, trying to elevate yourself, elevate a situation. What is the point of even doing any of these things? At the moment that someone close to us or we have a connection with, whether you saw it coming or it was unexpected, passes, that you allow that idea and feeling of losing a loved one, short-circuit you and stop you from reaching your goals and being the kind of person you have set, sought out to be. Why do anything, any of these things if something that is a fact of life that is going to happen to every single living being on this planet at some point is going to take place? I find that people don't want to talk about this because it makes them uncomfortable and take it from me as a parent I meet a lot of parents who fail in this area they set kids up with ideas that's impossible standards anytime death is mentioned in some way and of course kids naturally no one wants anybody to die but it's still going to happen even if you don't want it to happen it's just what it is and this may sound cold but it's still the reality so if we remove how we feel about it and focus on what it is and what needs to be done, I think we can start having better results where people don't be so destroyed by it. That's why I wanted to talk about this. <clears throat> so, as I was saying, is like, well, why don't we take the time to actually prepare our kids? If, if, if our job is parents... Is to prepare them for life for the time when we will no longer exist in this world. That means that's part of the equation too. Even if we don't like how it makes us feel. And we say crazy stuff to them so, you know, naturally at some point our kid is going to ask about are we going to die and things of that nature. And then we as parents will say, well, not for a very long time. Don't worry about it. Let's not think about that. And then, God forbid, you get hit by a car the next day. So now your kid is pissed at you from beyond the grave for two reasons. One, you gave them an impossible standard and idea that you'll always be there. And so those two things, one, that is not going to happen for a long time, which you don't know. And then two, saying something like, I'm always going to be here for you. So now you didn't keep your word and it could be or not be your fault. Stuff like that. Compared to, we don't know what's going to happen, but that's why we want to make the most of our time with someone we, everybody we care about. I got somebody coming in. Let's, uh, let's let someone in. I'm curious.
Hold on one moment. Three, two, one. Hi there, I'm Mari G. Feel free to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Kim Cordy, and I just wanted to applaud you having this conversation because it is really important how we think and feel about death is what we teach to our kids. And if we're afraid of it, they're going to be afraid of it. If we normalize it, they understand this is just a part of life, just like the trees die and, and flowers and everything else. It's just part of life. And so I just want to applaud you, Mari. Well, thank you so much. And I'm glad that you um, you feel the same way, because think about you just said something that's that's key. Kids, all of us generally become the environment in which we were reared in. So if we're uncomfortable, if we're fearful, if we're scared, they're going to inherit the same thing, especially because kids come into this world with a blank slate. They don't know one way or the other. So if we talk to them from a confident and comfortable place and help give them understanding, and some of it might be consistent conversations over time, you can help them be whole about it. And that's the whole point. Like my daughter's 13. I plan, I pray, <laughs> God Almighty, I stay here as lo- at least long enough to ensure that I did my job for her. Where, of course, she's going to miss me and, and feel some kind of way by past. But I wanted to be where it's like, Michaela, you don't need me anymore. I had given you everything to be able to win in life. And that's the whole point. And how to deal with life if the day comes where you have nobody but yourself. But you have the tools to be able to win because you're empowered in knowledge, wisdom and understanding of how this world works, including my passing. So with that being said, don't let my memory be in vain because how you feel about something that is going to happen to me and you someday. Honor my memory of being the best of everything I've given you. And let's make the most of the time that we have together right now because we don't know how much we have. Well, very empowering, very powerful. Uh, the the thing I think of is the words that we choose when we describe death or we talk about death. I remember hearing, um, I, I went to school with a, a girl whose sibling died and her mom told her that God wanted another angel and she was so upset over that. And so we have to think about how we use these words and, and the terminology and what that means to, to children and how they can perceive it and, and how they will accept it because those words are so powerful. And if you tell someone something, we need to understand it from the aid, the point of view of the age of the person who's receiving it and, and how they can conceptualize the information that they're being given. I am so glad you said that. You are 100% correct. Like I, I have, cause me and my daughter was talking about this earlier. So that's what kind of brought about to have me talk about this, where it's like, if we as adults sometimes, and this, I'm just speaking from a parent, I don't know if you're one too, but this kind of stuff pisses me off. Where it's like, we introduce kids into ideas that they would have never come up with on themselves. That doesn't make any sense. It's not how life is. And we always say it under the guise of, oh, we were trying to do it in a way where they can understand or, or make life things more fun, fun stories, things of that nature. So we were like, okay, well, <laughs> where the kids come from? Yeah, Stork dropped them off <laughs> on the porch, and that's how we got you. Like, even on December 31st, 
up here in uh, in Alaska. He dropped him off. I'm surprised I didn't die, you know, before you uh, hit the doorbell. Like, that's not what happens here, you know, and all these different words and stuff. And it comes from a place of us being insecure, in my opinion, when we say stuff like that, like you just said, when you were like, OK, God, one of the angel. So how do you explain if they like if their idea of God is being omnipotent and all power and things of that nature? And if he already has angels, why didn't he just make some more? Why did he have to cause me pain and steal my sister? Then if that's the case. So now you create a whole nother issue and how they're going to perceive life and especially as spirituality, if that's their context of religious ideas. Now you just created more problems they're going to have. And now how do you fix that? So you great point about words and terminology and and meeting somebody where there's that, but still being honest where they are so they can get it, but there's nothing. And I think it's important since I'm so full of, of uh, my viewpoint is that we talk not um, about how death feels and to allow the feelings and that it's okay to miss someone. And sometimes that we don't have all of the answers. I was in another conversation with someone I was talking about this movie that I watched and it, it the little boy was seeing his mom die she was had cancer and they she said don't don't feel bad that I'm leaving is what the mother said to the boy and then she told her best friend don't let him come to the funeral and so this boy was being told not to feel bad that death happened and that he missed his mom and all of these other things. So part of that normalizing conversation is that it's okay to miss someone. And sometimes we don't have all the answers as to why someone's not with us anymore, um, how they got a, a disease or in the circumstances that took them, but that it's okay to feel it. Are you still there, Maury? I don't know if you know you're muted. We may have lost our host. Well, I am going to um, leave you here, Maury. Just wanted to say thank you so much for bringing up this topic. It's important for us to understand, I think, how we feel about it and um, and make sure that we can have these difficult conversations about difficult circumstances. And to understand that it, it is just part of life. It's the, the cycle that happens. So thank you for the time up here. And I'm going to leave you.